Good morning. Today is Thursday, October 6, 2022. So it is time to turn our attention to Sukkos. And we have to get the Sukkah ready. And I think it would be a good idea to review briefly the laws concerning a Sukkah, whether we are in our own Sukkah or whether we visit another Sukkah. So I'd like to review with you. You can build it very small. You can build it very tall. You can build it very large. You can build it on a barge. You can build it on a ship or on a roof, but please don't slip. You can build it in an alley. You can build it in a valley. You can build it on a wagon. You can build it on a dragon. You can make the schach of wood. Would you? Could you? Yes, you should. Make the schach from leaves of tree. You shouldn't bend it at its knee. Build your sukkah tall or short, but no sukkah is built in the temple court. You can build it somewhat soon, but you cannot build it in the month of June. If your sukkah is well made, you'll have the right amount of shade. You can build it very wide. You cannot build it on its side. Build it if your name is Jim or Bob or Sam or even Tim. Build it if your name is Sue. Do you build it? Yes, you do. From the sukkah you can roam, but you should treat it as your home. You can invite some special guests. Don't stay in it if there are pests. You can sleep upon some rugs. Don't build it where there are bugs. In the sukkah you should sit and eat and drink, but never spit. If in the sukkah it should rain, to stay there would be such a pain. And if it should be very cold, stay there only if you are bold. So build the sukkah one and all, make it large or make it small. Sukkah rules are short and snappy. Enjoy Sukkot. Rejoice. Be happy. That is how Dr. Seuss would have described the rules of building a sukkah. And uh, fortunately, he had Rabbi Arthur Gould to prepare that for him. So I'm indebted to Rabbi Gould. Uh, There are a couple of guidelines about a sukkah that I find are particularly important, and they often come up as issues to look for and to make sure that they are correct as we prepare our sukkah this year. The schach, the top of the sukkah, should come from a material that originally comes from the ground but is not currently attached, like leaves or branches. It could be bamboo, it could be other things. But it may not be a utensil, something that has already been fashioned into a usable object that is not valid to use as chach. One of the most common problems that I find in Sukkos is that the schach, the covering, is too sparse and there are empty passages that are open to the sky. And I think that there is a very widespread misunderstanding. There's a phrase that many people quote, which is that when you're sitting in the sukkah, you should be able to see the stars. So what that actually means, that doesn't mean that there should be big pieces of empty space so you can sit in the sukkah and look up and see the constellations. What that actually means is that it should not be a 
permanent solid roof like your house. It should be the kind of roof that if it would rain, the water would eventually come in. And from a certain place in a certain spot, you might be able to see a star. But in general, it is necessary for the shade to be very, very heavy. So as a general matter, put lots of schach, make it heavily covered with branches or pieces of wood or whatever you're using in order for it to be for sure kosher. There is an issue that applies that <coughs> excuse me, requires attention specifically because it changes every year. And that is, a sukkah is not allowed to have a tree growing with branches that are overhead because any part of a sukkah that is underneath the branches of a growing tree, even if the tree is much, much higher than the top of your sukkah, that part of the sukkah is invalid. And if it is a large enough area, the entire sukkah could be invalid. And it requires attention because if you do have trees near the sukkah, every year they grow. So what might not have been a problem in the past eventually can become a problem. And either you need to trim back the branches or you need to move the sukkah a little bit so that it is not under the branches. Very often, a sukkah is built in a spot where there is an overhang from the roof. So if you have the wall of the house like this and there's an overhang like this, so as long as this overhang is less than six feet long on the horizontal, it is kosher, but it's considered part of the wall. So it's as if the wall makes a right angle. It's called dofen akuma, a wall with a right angle. And so this wall is kosher, is valid to be one of the walls of the sukkah. However, you need to be careful not to sit under the overhang because you are sitting under the wall. You have to be sitting under the schach. Just like, for example, if you had a, a wall like this and it was, was leaning to the side and you were sitting here, so you're not sitting underneath the schach, you're sitting underneath the wall. So too in this virtual wall, you'd be sitting underneath the wall and one idea that it could be practically helpful is if you do have such an overhang and you build your sukkah where part of it is covered by that overhang to mark on the ground how far that overhang is so that you can be sure that whoever is sitting in the sukkah is sitting in the kosher part of the sukkah, not under the overhang, in which case they would not be fulfilling any mitzvah. It's necessary to make sure that the schach it comes from a natural material, as I said. It could be branches, thin pieces of wood. However, it is necessary to make sure that it is not metal or plastic that is holding up the sukkah. If your sukkah only is, st is, is in place, if the schach is only in place because it's being held up by supports that are metal or plastic, there are opinions that put the validity of that sukkah in doubt. So preferably, it's better to run the schach over the walls so that the walls are holding it up. Or if you have, let's say, cross beams made of wood, then put the schach on top of those 
cross beams in order for it to be kosher. Many people have a schach mat, a mat of bamboo or some other wood that's woven together and it forms a square or a rectangle. It's very convenient to use as chach, and it's very convenient to store during the rest of the year. So a lot of people have it, and that's perfectly fine to use. The only thing to be concerned about is that it has to be a mat that was made for the purpose of a sukkah. It's not okay to go to Renault Depot or Home Depot and just buy a bamboo mat that was created for some other purpose. It's got to be made for the purpose of sukkah. So there are sukkah stores and uh, pop-ups where you can get sukkah supplies and you can get mats there as well. And those are perfectly fine to use. I said before that we're not allowed to use anything that is a utensil for the schach. One of the definitions of that would be something that is meant to be used as a building material. So, for example, I mean, why is it that you can't just build a sukkah with boards? Take wide boards and just cover the top. It would seem to be very, very simple to do that. But it's not valid because those boards are considered to be utensils because they were already designed and cut and smoothed for a certain purpose, for a building purpose, or to make shelves, for example. So um, those are not permissible to use as chach. Very thin pieces, I would say like lumber that's uh, one by two inches or one by one inches, those small pieces, thin pieces, could be used as chach. I would say that two by four, which is a normal building material, should not be used as chach to lay them one next to the other. However, it is permissible to use two-by-fours as a support. So if you have, let's say, the four walls of the sukkah, or you only need three walls of the sukkah, and you place uh, two-by-fours laying across the top, and then you use that as a support to put the schach on top of, that would be perfectly fine. Uh, but not to use two-by-fours as the schach itself, because those are used as a building material. A lot of people have a sukkah with canvas walls or plastic walls. So there's a difference of opinion about that based on the following question. It is necessary that the sukkah have walls. Well, what's the definition of walls? If we look to the laws of Shabbos concerning what's considered a wall for the purpose of being able to carry inside an Eruv, one of the definitions of a wall is something that is rigid something that does not move. It's an upright barrier, and it does not move in normal weather. Well, if you have canvas walls, and they're tied loosely so that the canvas or the plastic is waving back and forth, that is a question as to whether that's okay. And so the preferable thing would be to make sure to tie it as tightly as possible whenever you are using such a sukkah so that it's only moving a slight amount, and that would be a valid sukkah. I have a piece of um, practical, a, a practical suggestion. I said before, we're not allowed, we should not use metal or plastic to hold up the schach. However, if the schach is resting 
let's say, resting on two-by-fours that go across the, the top of the sukkah, so that's perfectly fine. Once the schach is there in place, I am allowed to use plastic or, or metal or nails to secure it so it doesn't move around, so it doesn't fly away. So what I do is, after I put the, um, the cross beams, two-by-fours across, and I put mats over the top, I then use plastic cable ties to tie it down to make sure that it does not move. And another suggestion, um, a very good suggestion, I think, you could also take a two-by-four and put it on top of the schach so that the whole thing does not fly off. And it is very important to make sure that it is connected to the walls. So again, as long as the schach by itself would not fall to the ground, that is, it's resting on these supports, using plastic to secure it in place is fine, but they should be secured to the walls themselves. I remember many years ago, before we came to Montreal, to Montreal uh, we had uh, a long driveway alongside our house, and we built our sukkah you know, on the driveway where it... Uh, um, where it met our house, so we had a window to pass food back and forth, and so we used the house as one of the walls, and we added three more walls, and we had schach on top, and I had the idea, we had a mat, schach, and I had the idea to um, put a two-by-four on top of the schach to keep it secure, but um, that year, it just so happens that we had just bought a new car, and we had parked our car on the driveway right in front of the sukkah and there was a storm and the schach as one gigantic piece the whole thing blew off and fell down on top of my car and uh, left quite a scratch so that scratch always reminded me it's not enough to secure the schach to itself you have to secure the schach to the walls also so that it doesn't completely uh, fall off. So those are some um, answers to commonly asked questions about sukkah and some of the more common issues to look for. There are two questions that I'm not able to answer. One is, will it rain? And the second question is, uh, will it be too cold to sit in the sukkah this year? So I do not know the answers to those questions, but I hope it will be okay. And I want to wish you and your family a very happy Sukkos and enjoy sitting in your kosher, beautiful, and spiritual Sukkah. I wish you all a very good day. And I look forward to seeing you soon in person.